0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
1: Keep your money local. Bring it home to a Trust Community Bank,
0: home of Cubs Checking with free ATMs nationwide. Find out more at Wintrust.com slash Cubs. Member FDIC. Let's play two. What?
1: Welcome into the Cubs Talk Podcast presented by Wind Trust Community Bank. I'm Luke Stuckmeyer. So, the Crosstown Classic, round one in the books the Cubs and Sox splitting. A devastating loss in game 1, a fun win in game 2 against the Sox for the North Siders. Kelly Kroll and Tony Andraki recap the action from the friendly confines.
0: Hey everyone, we appreciate you joining us here on the Cubs Talk podcast. Kelly Crawl alongside Tony Andraki, following a Crosstown Classic series split I wanted to be sure I said all that properly (laughs) yes a crosstown series split the first part of the Cubs and White Sox at Wrigley first game going to the White Sox game two going to the Cubs and that was a Lester Giolito matchup in which John Lester took a step he joked in the right direction loved giving up the first uh, pitch, home run. Was it the first pitcher? Was it yeah? Person. The confidence booster, he called it, as he made a joke about it. But did feel like uh, he's doing the right things and um, working himself out of that rut a bit. But the offense came to his back. A Wilson Contreras specifically, uh, grand slam in the, the opening frame and on the anniversary of the day he was called up to the big leagues, which leads us to I buried the lead, oh, that was great. the breaking news. That. You like that? Yeah, that was yeah. very
1: nice. That was a TV veteran segue. No,
0: it actually was a really tired brain um that remembered i was supposed to talk about breaking news <laughs> that advert alzalay will be getting called up and tim collins has been dfa'd by the cubs and alzalay specifically will be in the bull. well i don't know that you call it the bullpen but probably he he's basically available to pitch behind tyler chatwood who is getting the start on thursday in place of kyle hendricks
1: yeah you know alzalay uh, will he's the cubs top pitching prospect and and he's probably the the guy that most fans will get most excited about i'm sure coming up this year um he's really been very very good at, you know striking out like 12 to 13 batters per 9 innings over his last uh four or five outings down in triple a he's looked dominant i mean and and Honestly, he probably would have already been up here at this point last year, except for a strained lat that kept him out pretty much from like mid-June or early June on last season. Um, and then he had a little bit of a setback in spring training. He kind of slipped when he was doing a bullpen, um, had a little bit of oblique back, lat, whatever, some some kind of muscular thing again. Um, so he had a late start on the year. but. Elzulay is, you know, he's a guy that can throw down in the mid-90s with his fastball. He, he brings a power arm. You know, he's 24 years old. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things alike for, especially for, you know, under the Theo Epstein regime, we haven't seen young pitching prospects come up and really That's make right. an impact here. Um, so it's very exciting it, for a lot of ways for the fan base. And and then Elzele can work as kind of a piggyback to Chatwood because Chatwood has not really been stretched out. You know, it's been a while since he's thrown even 50 pitches in it outing so uh, even though the Cubs tried to get him a little more length Sunday in Los Angeles where they had him throwing a bullpen uh, Elzalay is here with a little bit of length as well and, and he was lined up to where he you know he pitched on Saturday he's perfectly able to go on, on Thursday as well with enough time in between so uh, he will be up he will be in the bullpen like you said and then the Cubs are not making any promises or planning anything out for five days after Thursday. So, you know, they'll have their other four veterans. It doesn't look like Hendricks will be back for that other start, so he'll probably miss at least two. Mm -hmm. So for that other one, maybe it's Elzelay, maybe it's Chatwood still. Um, But either way, the Cubs' top pitching prospect will be here tomorrow.
0: Yeah, that's got to be exciting for fans, and that'll be for the series opener against the Mets as they come to town for four. Uh, Not been very good, the Mets, that is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, and so maybe that's a good thing as the Cubs, you know, continue on from what has been a uh, two and five road trip. Am I right about that? Yeah. Uh, two and five road trip. Then they get to Wrigley. They split with the, the Sox. But, um, you know, they're just there's a lot of guys in the clubhouse right now talking about feeling like they're playing well. But they're not getting the results they want. And so really, I mean, they have to go back to work. Uh, like they all know, the the record on the road hasn't been that great, and they've been making up the ground at home. And so here they are with a long home stand. the Sox to start, the Mets, and then they'll have the Braves coming in. Um, you mentioned Alzalay, I thought one of the interesting things we did ask Wilson Contreras following his big night against the White Sox, the Grand Slam, then had another home run. Um, about catching Alzalay and he said he didn't in spring training so that's something you know to be aware of is that he hasn't seen him but he is looking forward to the opportunity certainly and is really proud of this guy this is another young Venezuelan who has as Wilson basically put it earned this and worked through so many things that probably many of us can't relate to to just get to this point in his career.
1: Yeah, and and the nice connection between those two guys, even if if Wilson didn't catch Alzalea in spring because Adbert didn't throw. God, that's going to be tough to have Adbert and Albert both on the same team. (laughs) Um, But anyways, because Adbert didn't throw. uh, But those two do have a nice connection, Mm -hmm. both being from Venezuela. Uh, Wilson had given Adbert. Adbert, one You're of his, this. yeah, Kembrel, Venez- yeah,
0: Craig, Kimbrel, oh Adbert, Albert, yeah, no. Um,
1: but-, uh, but Wilson had given Adbert one of his Venezuelan arm sleeves, so I know Adbert still has that. Obviously, neither of them are able to wear that at the big league level at the moment for reasons unbeknownst to us, um, but yeah, you know, it's, it is a really nice moment for him as well and everything that he's kind of been through, and, you know, to be honest, like, who knows where they go from here, but it's very possible that, this is the first of many you know like it's Mm -hmm. possible that he sticks and and goes from here you know there's always that um everybody kind of looks to that Francisco Rodriguez K-Rod and I know you talked to Brandon Kinsler about K-Rod in Milwaukee recently on this podcast as well but uh K-Rod Joe Manon was around for K-Rod and he's kind of the modern day um pitcher that comes up you know and kind of can help a team down uh, down a playoff stretch and the stretch run and so on, and also they can be that kind of guy too with the the velocity, you know, with everything else. So even if it's just in a bullpen role, he's a guy that has um, not. I don't want to say limitless upside, but there's just so much upside there that it really, again, there's a lot to be excited about here.
0: That's really good insight. And looking forward, Tony, I mean, you think about all of you guys listening as Cubs fans um, right now, as Tony and I re- are recording this top in the nl central once again maybe not having played as well as they would have liked up to this point. But you've got Adbert Alsley. Okay, there's one guy we mentioned that's getting the call up. You've got Craig Kembrel right around the corner in Iowa is supposed to throw again on Friday. He only threw seven pitches, eight Eight pitches. And jokingly, even Jed Hoyer said afterwards, that's why sometimes, whether it be closers or just in general bullpen guys, um, when they're doing rehab assignments, if you want to call them that, Will walk guys intentionally just to throw more pitches because eight pitches for Kimbrell, he looked fantastic, but is that really enough for him to know kind of where he is exactly? I'm sure he is chomping at the bit and wants to go, but the Cubs are rightfully so, you know, playing the safe, making sure he is exactly where they want him to be before. Bringing him on up here, but yeah, so that's right around the corner. And then, like I mentioned, you've got this homestand. I mean, they got however many straight now, seventeen. I don't know where they're in the midst of that now. Two games game in, two so in a, so yeah. fifteen more in a row. Um, and then you hit the All Star break basically. But evaluate this team, what's in front of them, and just kind of where you think the guys are right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, this game here Wednesday night actually is. Um, it ended up well. It is what it is. To borrow a phrase that Lester okay. used a couple of times, it is what it is. The Cubs won. John Lester gets the win, and the offense looked good for one night. But they still, you know, didn't hit well with runners in scoring position. They didn't mm-hmm. hit well situationally or opportunity wise, uh, as hitting coach Anthony Iposa uses. Um, and Lester, you know, didn't have a great start. He battled. He got through everything that he needed to. But um, you know, I think. There, there are obviously some question marks with Lester. I think you know you know and he proved it again today. He's just so mentally strong as a person that you know he's going to eventually write the ship. He's not quite there yet. Um, but this offense, there, you know, some there's some cracks in the foundation that are showing. They got off to such a great start, hitting the ball the other way, hitting the ball well with runners in scoring position, hitting the ball into the ballpark, out of the ballpark rather, uh, drawing a lot of walks. And now, you know, they're not drawing as many walks. They're not hitting the ball with authority the other way as much, um, and they are still hitting a decent amount of homers. But they just, you know, they dropped to last, as uh, Jesse Rogers pointed out from ESPN. And during Wednesday's game, they were last in the National League in batting average with runners in scoring yeah. positions. So um, there are some cracks in the foundation with the offense. So Kimbrell can't save that. Elzelay can't save that. So I'm really curious to see where that goes from here because there's any number of guys that you can point to on this roster right now that, you know, more had a two-hit game here. Addison Russell had a a nice single up the middle, but those two guys have more or less kind of been struggling lately. And then you have the the veterans, Carlos Gonzalez and Daniel Descalso. So so these guys have really, really been struggling for about two weeks now uh, or longer in Descalso's case. So I think over these next 15 days, especially, that's what we'll see, you know, because you can do whatever you want to augment the bullpen and supplement it, but the, the offensive firepower that we saw the first six or seven weeks of the season, we really haven't seen since then. So that's what I'm going to be keeping my eye on.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. And I'm trying to think of where I want to go with this. I, I want you to help me with this because I really got a kick out of Joe Madden sitting on the podium tonight saying, I want it all. I want defense. I want hitting with runners in scoring position. I want these guys to bring their batting average up. I want us to go opposite field. What am I missing? What else does he want? He uh, draw walks. To draw walks. I mean, basically, yeah. he sat up there, and he wants everything in the game to be at its best and, and plain and simple be better. They He knows there is so much more potential and so much more for all of these guys, and they just, while well, they've they've done enough they 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 just need to do more plain and simple and that was what joe was kind of pointing out and he kind of laughed about it um, in a way that is sort of joe madden's way of, of calling his troops and saying this is the this is what i want this is how i'm telling you to do it i'm i'm with you i'm curious to see where that goes i had a long conversation with john lester you brought up um him feeling better tonight jokingly mentioned that first home run and uh, first batter against the Sox, but um, one of the things he told me that I thought was interesting was that he's he gets in a rut every year and every year he comes out on the other end. That is truly spoken like a veteran and a three-time World Series champion and a five-time All-Star because there is no panic, there is no quickly running to Tommy Haddavy and saying what are you seeing, what, what should I do differently, instead this guy is going to go back and do what he does to get himself back on track and has done every year to get himself back on track once again and he feels like I think he's very good at dissecting his outings and when it came to the Dodger outing he felt like it really came down to five bad pitches right single home run single home run single very different he said from what happened to him in St. Louis which was where he pitched into that mess and he felt like that was directly related to pitch selection, which he's aware of. So I just think this is one of those guys that, as a Cubs fan, you don't worry about. He'll turn things around. Um, And really, as far as the rest of the starters, uh, Cole Hamels, let's just not talk about him because he's been that good. And then we move on to Jose Quintana. You need Kyle Hendricks to be healthy. And. Who am I missing of the fifth? Like I said, I'm tired. Quintana. I said Quintana. So who am I missing?
1: Hamels, Darvish.
0: Darvish. You, Darvish. There we go. You, Darvish, very good in L.A., and we're going to see his first start since then. But now he's given us a peek into just how good he can be and should be for them. And so I think he's another key and another guy to keep your eye on in the next couple weeks as they, again, hit the middle mark of the season and have to turn the Jets on really I mean because as Joe's pointed out that's where the separation is gonna happen basically at this point we see three teams in the central that are gonna stand right next to one another all the way up to the all-star break and then at some point in the second half separation has to be made so
1: yeah and really with Darvish I mean the big thing at this point is him pitching at Wrigley Field he really checked a box off um, or whatever off his checklist in LA as you mentioned because you know the fans booed him out there and they had been for a while but that was the first time that he pitched out there in front of those fans since he you know kind of helped blow the 2017 World Series I know it wasn't just one person that did it but you know he had two really difficult starts for the Dodgers when he was there so he he even said afterwards he told reporters out there that he felt like he really took a step forward with that now and this is something he's admitted as well he has to take that step forward at Wrigley Field so we'll see that this weekend uh here and in- we'll see what he's capable of but yeah i mean that that would be a huge point moving forward because Hendricks was their guy he was their ace and hamill has been fantastic lately but Hendricks being on the shelf right now is obviously a huge blow so if a guy like darvish can kind of step up when Hendricks is out you know obviously that that's something that can do wonders for this team at the moment
0: agreed totally and so that pretty much does it from wrigley field i know another thing i'll be keeping an eye out on is when i get to where like flip flops again out here and maybe like I know all of you at home are really wondering when I'm going to get to wear my first dress at Wrigley Field, but I'm hoping that's around the corner too because Kelly's waiting for her
1: first sunburn here. Yeah,
0: plain and simple. When is summer gonna arrive for us? I am just so ready. I am so over. It was 50 (laughs) some degrees and spitting rain on us on June 19th, which is apparently Wilson Contreras night, but Yes, Mother Nature, we're ready. We we've earned it. Let's let's uh let's pull out the sunshine, shall we? And uh, for Tony, I'm Kelly. As always, we appreciate you listening to the Cubs Talk Podcast, and we'll talk to you
1: soon. Thanks, guys, and of course the Crosstown Cup has not been won by anybody yet, as this series will shift over to guaranteed rate field for two more. That's a wrap for this edition of the Cubs Talk Podcast presented by Wind Trust Community Bank. I'm Luke Stuckmeyer. Thanks for listening, and fly the W. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate.